This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Pro Bowlers have been announced. These are not the substitute Pro Bowlers once everybody ducks and declines the invite. This is the initial list as voted on by players, coaches, and fans. The Eagles, no surprise, lead the way. They had eight selections to the Pro Bowl. Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Landon Dickerson, Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey. So you talk about the Eagles offensive line, there's three Pro Bowlers right there. Hassan Reddick, who we talked about them picking up. Miles Sanders, who sometimes gets used, sometimes does not get used. And then big play, Darius Slay. Five other teams are sending at least five players, seven members, of the Dallas Cowboys. And I was surprised over a couple of these. Zach Martin made it. Diggs made it. Lamb made it. Micah made it. And then the three that made me go to the stats and kind of look up the numbers. Tank, Pollard, and Turpin. Hmm. Huh. I can see Pollard. Pollard had a really good year. Um... Very high yards per carry. Yep. Why are we Why are we naming these already? By the way, like they typically typically do. Yeah, they typically do. Mid December. It's like okay, maybe we should wait on the entire season. But Tony Pollard is nine hundred and sixty nine yards rushing. Is that is that Pro Bowl? Anyone uh, think that Tony yeah. Pollard was going to make the Pro Bowl? Like if I, I if I asked you yesterday, I didn't. But I, isn't he? Isn't he like third in yards from scrimmage, though? I think. He's high. Uh, the, the one that everybody was... Uh, there are a lot of people complaining yesterday on the internets that uh, Tony Pollard shouldn't have made it over Christian McCaffrey. Because Christian McCaffrey was kind of the big snub that everybody had yesterday. Sure. I mean, is San Francisco undefeated since they got him? Uh, Yeah, I believe so. And he's he's got 900 rushing yards and 600 receiving yards. Now, Pollard is eighth in rushing yards. If you take Justin Fields out of that, he'd be seventh. So, okay, I mean, rushing leaders in the NFL, Josh Jacobs, AFC, Henry, AFC, Chubb, AFC, Saquon, Miles, Dalvin, three straight from the NFC, and then Tony Pollard. So I guess, I guess, I guess you could make a case. I guess you could make an argument. Has Turpin been lighting it up from a return standpoint? He's the he's the best returner in the NFC. So he is seventh in yards per kick return. He's fourth in yards on punt return. So I mean he's been consistent on both, but those numbers have gone down. There was a time this year where he was easily number one in punt, and I think he was third in kick. He's just 
He's had some bad returns the last about month or so. That's kind of slowed him down. But for the majority of the season, yeah, he was like the top return guy. Okay. And then Tank? Your guess is as good as mine. I don't know. <laughs> is he your biggest surprise amongst those three? He's the one that I probably would say is least deserving of the three. Okay. I mean, if he, he's been good, but I, I wouldn't think of him as being a, a pro bowler. Which one catches you off guard the most? Turpin. That, I mean, that, that, that does. I, I didn't think of him as a pro bowler really at any point this year, maybe in the beginning, but, but not lately. Uh, Pollard, I'm, I'm not, I mean, I, I was surprised about it. Uh, just because I didn't think that he would make it. But, you know, looking at it, I mean, of all the guys up there in the top 10 uh, or top 15 in total rushing yards, he leads him in yards per carry. He does. Um, the only ones he doesn't lead is is Justin Fields, who, by the way, is a 1,000-yard rusher. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you got some guys like Khalil Herbert of Chicago, who's only got 100 carries in the year. Um, you know, so, like, he's and he's got he's got almost twice as many. He's got 180. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't have a, I don't think I have a major problem. That's just surprising. He's also fourth in the NFL, I guess, in touchdowns. So that's that matters too. Has he gotten enough touches? <laughs> Sitting here going through these numbers now. Has he gotten enough touches? No, no. <laughs> I, I mean, haven't because the whole first half of the season he wasn't getting enough touches. That's the the thing. If he would have been the primary guy the first half of the season, he would have been putting up McCaffrey's numbers. Yeah, he's the most. You know productive running back per play running the football right now running the ball like he's got the most yards per carry I mean like he's the most productive every time he touches it they've tried to split this up though Zeke has 11 more carries Mm -hmm. he's got 11 more carries on the season and he has about 200 fewer yards look at that yeah no that's nuts but he has 11 more carries and you got to remember he missed two games Yes. And Tony got all the carries of us. So that's the only reason why it's that close. Great point. So the disparity would have been where even more to the wrong side of where we all wanted it in terms of carries. But look, seven pro bowlers. I mean, that's damn impressive. Uh, It's going to be a flag football game. Literally. That's what they changed it to. Kansas City had seven. Uh, TJ Watt made the pro bowl after missing seven games. That's yeah, which is a crazy. little lame because his teammate Alex Highsmith didn't make the Pro Bowl and he has 11 and a half sacks and leads them. <laughs> this is like, uh, didn't Rafael Palmero win a gold glove playing like 16 games at first? Yeah, when he was DH Rangers? that yeah. made, yeah, yeah. It's like come, sometimes, like, come on guys, what are we doing here? Uh, it's it's uh, funny too because it's not all fan voting anymore. So no. this is, this is there was a Kirby Joseph of the Lions led NFC safeties in voting and he wasn't even named an alternate. Tua. Yeah. Led in quarterback voting, and he did not get named. You know, yep. I get, like, the fans, they vote for their own players and their own team. The players don't know either, man. No. The, the players, everybody everybody genuflects to the player, and they're like, yeah, yeah, just whatever the players. The players don't know. They don't watch the games either. The players will tell you, like, a lot of times they don't even know names. They know numbers. Like, oh, yeah, that 98, he's good. And they don't even, just because that's how they refer to him in film study when yeah. they're doing stuff during the week. All right, what happened yesterday in Frisco? Micah Parsons missing practice again as the bug is not only hitting this morning show, it's hitting Frisco as well. Yeah, this has been, what, like six weeks, it feels like, with the Cowboys? I I mean, it's been at least three weeks since Jerry told us, I think we're past it. We made through it, and now we've got uh, Micah Parsons missing two days of practice. He should be good. I I think he'll be fine, but he, he has been sick, and that's just one of those things 
that you can't predict. Uh, Jake Ferguson's back to practice this week. That's encouraging. Um, they they obviously will need him moving forward. Um, but otherwise, biggest thing coming out of there yesterday was just Dak Prescott standing up there talking to media and again repeating what he said. I'm not gonna temper my aggressiveness. Like I'm not gonna do that. I I've got confidence in what I do and I'm not gonna pull back on this. Which is what Mike McCarthy told us on Monday was the one thing we damn sure don't want to do is tell him to pull it back. Well, Tony Dungy, Kurt Warner, I love Kurtz. You get Kurtz comments on Twitter. I'll take care of Dungy. As he went after, one directly went after LaShawn McCoy and the other a little bit more passive. Here's Dungy. Was LaShawn McCoy watching this game? Dak's numbers, here they are. He threw two interceptions. The first one, his arm was hit. That's the first person in the national media that I've heard bring up Bobby's point Mm -hmm. that Dak's arm was actually hit on the first one. The second one was right in the receiver's hands. Dallas defense gave up 503 and 40 points, and the loss is all on Dak. Really? And then Kurt Warner with a brilliant idea. Yeah, Kurt Warner tweeted, the more I watch NFL analysts on TV, I'm reminded of how a high school coach, we could monitor how much film kids watch. Let's do the same thing with analysts and post for all to see so fans know what slash who to listen to. So much to wade through and too many comments that don't reflect the tape, in my opinion. And then they, somebody replied back to him and said, I want names, Kurt. If you're going to shake the table, shake the table then. And Kurt said, never that guy. They know who they are. Just want them to know people notice. Ooh. Wow. Meanwhile, called. LaShawn yeah. McCoy was asked if he wants to double down. You heard from Kurt. You heard from Shady. You still want to go that hard at Dak for the Jags game, LaShawn? I stand on what I said, right? When I watch that game, and yes, I do watch the game. I'm not the guy that just runs to stats, unless I have to, unless Dave Heldman brings it out of me. <laughs> when I watch that game, yes. These guys had a 17-point lead in the third quarter, right? It's time to put them away. <laughs> Your picks that you threw helped that team come back. Everyone, everybody was talking about the defense. Oh, the defense let them let down, et cetera. Well, when you throw on picks, you help that cause. You help that out. When I watch that, that Prescott, and one thing I want to clear up is, is Dallas, you know, Eagles week, I get excited, right? Of course. And I said that Dak is ass, ass. Can I say it on TV? Ass, ass. That's what I said. Yes, sir. You did. Well, I should have said Dak is playing ass, ass. Fair. That's what I should have done. Clarity. Yeah, right, because I can't say Not talking about the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I have no beef with Dak. Uh, I don't even know the guy, right? We talk here and there, but I don't know him like that. Hey, what's up? But I'm just speaking what I see. When I watch that tape, I, I don't see this quarterback that everybody's talking about, the screaming about. He lost some games. He lost that game. Give you some quick stats for you, right? Because I know some people like stats. I do. He's thrown two picks and, and out of the last six games, right? Out of four of them games, he gave you two picks. He's averaging this, okay? He leads the NFL with 10 picks in the last seven games. Now, mind you, Dak has only played nine games. Is nine that correct? Nine games, yes, sir. He has 11 turnovers in nine games. I can't make that up. Uh, okay, you can't say picks. He threw a pick to let him back in that game. Uh, the, right. the last one, again, was not on him, so I don't even count it as a pick. Um, now I do think, look, it is, did he, did he play great in the second half or no, not, not, not necessarily, uh, that pick did let them back in. It was a major play. No doubt. Huge momentum boost Huge. for Jacksonville, but yeah, you want to put that on him. I, I think you're just grasping at straws. Uh, I do think Dak, you know, he, he does, he, he's look, he's got a lot. We make a lot of excuses for him. Sometimes we do. I do at least. Uh, I wish some people would make the same amount of excuses for Lamar uh, <laughs> when, uh, you know, when Dak's got so many weapons and Lamar's got nothing. Whatever. 
Um, you know, Devin Duvernay is not exactly C.D. Lamb. Uh, but, you know, it's, it, Dak was not the problem. He wasn't the reason he lost his game. He was a reason. You know, that, that interception was a reason. But he wasn't the reason. I, I mean, he clearly sees his way in this world. Shady McCoy does. is like, oh, let me be Skip Bayless. <laughs> like, that's what he's doing. And then to come back and just be like, that, that's such a weird, like, and let's clarify, I'm not talking about the person when I say he's ass-ass. It's like, nobody he's got that punchable you, grin, too. Gosh, he's just, <laughs> he's, he's got that smirk. He's got that, that, that smile that just stays. I hate that he was so good and he was so nasty as a player. I hate it. I hate that he had, like, the second best moves at running back that I've ever seen behind Barry Sanders. I hate that he was just filthy and he is, like, an all-time highlight reel I hate it. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it's easy to call out the most difficult position on the football field as ass-ass when your position is completely dependent on what five guys in front of you are doing and you just go, where's the empty space? Oh, I'll run through it. I understand <laughs> you would have trouble evaluating the game. <laughs> so that's LaShawn McCoy doubling down after Tony. I love that Tony Dungy went right at him. Man, coach. Getting aggressive Me right and Dungy there. have always, I think people have always said, we're very similar the way we see the game. You and Dungy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's what Choppy said. Uh, by the way, in terms of the Pro Bowl stuff, the Commander's video, that was awesome. That was special. Yes. That special teams player. Yeah, Jeremy Reeves, uh, who has been cut, re-signed, practice squad, you know, a dozen times in the last couple of years. Uh, makes the Pro Bowl as the special teams guy. And you could see everybody on the team when they were told each Pro Bowler, Terry McLaurin, Tressway uh-huh. the punter, when they were told that he had made it, they got emotional. Like, they were excited for him. And he he just broke down crying when Ron Rivera told him he made it. About time the commanders did something right with their uh, with PR, with their video. Instead of just making a makeshift uh, mannequin for Sean Taylor. <laughs> yeah. And then... Jeff Saturday is finally changing oh, quarterback. I thought you were going to say he was, he was, he was like going to be in the coach of the year voting. Like he moved up or something. <laughs> I don't know. He deserves <laughs> it. Uh, Jeff Saturday is going to Nick Foles. Matt Ryan benched again. Yeah, that right. Yeah. So he 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 was benched. He was a starter. And then he was benched. And then he's been. And then he's a starter. And then he's benched again. Uh, this isn't going to do it. They're trying. They're they're, they're trying. They're, they're trying to win games when in reality they just start whoever's going to lose them games. Yeah, I wonder if Jeff Saturday is like a Brian Flores. Like, he's not going to get the wink-wink memo. Like, let's lose. He seems oh, like yeah. too football integrity guy in order to in order yeah. to do that. I think he, I mean, he wants the job. Yeah. So I think job. he's just, well, let's blow that off. Let me show him I can win games. I think that that's what's happening. And they're, and they're going to they're gonna have a, a decent pick. And there's, there's, there's four or five quarterbacks. Let's see. There's, let's see. There's going to be about four quarterbacks in the first 15. Maybe five if you get later into the first round. I mean, they'll be able to find one. Yeah. It's not like they won't be able to find one. They might be, might be Anthony Richardson. Can you name the top five draft picks in order right now? In terms of the, who, the teams? Who would get the pick? Uh, oh, who would get the picks? Jeez. Uh, Philly's one, right? Because they were there because of New Orleans. New Orleans. So they're like four or five. No, uh, they're not in the top five. Oh, well, then it's just bounced recently. Houston. Houston's one. Um... Trying to think who else is at the Detroit bottom. Detroit gets one. Detroit gets the, the Rams, Rams pick, right? Now, uh, the Rams would pick at four or to the Lions. Is Denver still that low? Denver three, but that goes to Seattle, right? Let me just give you the order. This yeah. take forever. I thought this was an <laughs> NFL show. Houston one. Imagine my football. Bears would pick two. Seattle three. Geno made the Pro Bowl, by the way. Congrats to him. Lions four from the Rams. Arizona five. Indy six. So how about that? Seattle wow. and Detroit. 
picking at three and four right now. So wow. Indy not quite in the upper nope. quartile of not, the upper quartile no, of the right. draft. Did Goff make it? The Pro Bowl? Uh, no. That's interesting. Gino over him? Philadelphia would be picking at nine from the Saints. Nine? It was five yeah, It was like five last ago. week. So I don't know. Did wow. They, that- they definitely are not going to rest their players against New Orleans next week then. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, because they want New Orleans to yeah, lose. They, they, they want they that will, pick. Absolutely. If I'm Philadelphia, there's no chance I rest my players against the Saints. All right, there it is. Sean, RJ, and Bobby inside the star here on your home of America's team. We have a Cowboys-Eagles ticket giveaway in the expressway. Do not miss that. In the expressway. Dirk is going into the NBA Hall of Fame with who else? Oh, man. Is it almost worth it for Dirk to get denied entry because of the rest of his class? And are they trying to push Bill Belichick out of New England with this report, and Rob Gronkowski tweeted, yeah, I'm pretty bored. What could that mean in the NFC? That's all next on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning, Metroplex. Shout out to the 6 a.m. club if you're still with us and not already on holiday break. Sean, RJ, and Bobby on DFW Sports Station 105.3 The Fan. Mavs beat the Wolves last night. The Stars lose to Connor McDavid and the Oilers. But we got some more NBA news. The Basketball Hall of Fame class, usually the biggest joke of all the sports when it comes to letting everybody in. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, isn't there's, there's college basketball coaches you've never heard of <laughs> in the Basketball Hall of Fame. So the 2023 eligibility has been announced. Here are the guys who could go in and will go in. Dirk. Yes. Wade. No. Gasol. Mm-mm. Pop, Tony Parker, and the 1976 United States Women's Olympic Basketball Team. The whole team. All part of the potential nominees. Sounds like Dirk's the only one getting in. Well, I don't think so. I think oh. Pop might have a chance. <laughs> I think Pop might have a chance. My my two questions, and I, I know what the answers are going to be, but... Mm-hmm. Tony Parker and Gasol, like, definite Hall of Famers. 
Any question over either of the two, or who would you have more of a question about? I know the Parker was on the championship teams and everything. Um, you know, seven assists a game when he was in his prime. 18 points. 18 points, seven assists, no rebounds. I was just, I was just thinking to myself, like, was, was Tony Parker one of the best point guards I've ever seen? It, it is the, of the three major sports, it is by far the lowest threshold to get in. Oh, my God. They, so put, they put it all, if you were to look through the list, there'd be a lot of people that go, oh, he's a, he was a Hall of Famer. They, they also look at things like Powell's getting in. And, and probably Tony, too, for the same reason, which is, like, International. Glo- global impact. And, like, being on yeah. that, that you know, the front lines along with Dirk of, like, yeah. international players really, like, taking over as a way. So, I don't even they care. get him for that. I don't even care who they name. I just like us having the discussion over it. Like, sure. I just think when you have the category of greatest point guards ever, it would take us, if we're sitting in the bar, arguing a very long time to get to Tony Parker. Yeah, yeah, it's it's he's not in the top ten or no. ish. Oh no, uh, like but that again is a top twenty at the position still a Hall of Famer. I would argue one of the, like a top twenty um, pitcher ever yeah. is easily in the Hall of Fame. Is he a top twenty point guard? Oh God, man, you got. I don't. I don't. I'm. Let's I don't get on Chris Russo. Well, you know, I mean, you got to get that koozie in there. And uh, you know, let's not forget about 1947. Okay, yeah. the second year of the NBA. I mean, this would take way Here's, too long to do it right now, but. Well, I'm just going to rattle off names really fast. You Google top point guards of all time. You get Magic Johnson, Stephen Curry, Chris hey, Paul, oh, John. Don't, don't do it that fast because okay. I do want to count. Okay. Magic Johnson, Steph Curry, Chris Paul, John Stockton. Better. Jason Kidd. Better. Oscar Robertson. Better. Isaiah Thomas. Better. Steve Nash. Better. Bob Cousy. Better. Walt oh, I Frazier. Know. I'm assuming. Gary Payton, Better. Allen Iverson, Better. Chauncey Billups, eh, close. Nate Ooh. Archibald, Kyrie Irving, Dame Lillard, Stephon Marbury, Penny Hardaway, Kevin Johnson. There's, I okay. don't, right. I don't think he's top he's 20. Better than he's better than those three. I saw, I, Which ones? Well, I, I, he's better than Penny? Uh, he's better than Starbury. So I drew, uh, okay. I drew, the, I drew the line at 12. I was like, there's 12 definites better. Well, I think he could have, he could have an argument for top 20. Is Paul, is Paul Gasol more of a Hall of Famer than Tony Parker? Gasol in his prime was uh, basically, he was 18, 8, 3 assists. I mean, no one really followed him until he went to the Lakers, of course. The rings are going to factor into this, but I'm just thinking, like, definite Hall of Famers? Obviously, Dirk and Wade are, are going in with no question. You, who do you have more of a question about, if any? Or would you just instantly put them both in? I would have more of a question of Powell okay. than Tony Parker. Yes. Um, like, yeah. like, like Powell Gasol or Chris Webber? Chris C-Web. Webber. Chris Webber was okay. close. Yeah. And they tortured Chris Webber with mm-hmm. this. Yeah, they did. Like the, like the Basketball Hall of Fame, who everybody gets up into, tortured Chris Webber to, to try to get in this thing. Yeah. Now, and, look. Now, now, this isn't Powell being named. This is just a list of nominees. Yeah. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, look, I get it. And look, I get the numbers are better, but I'll, I'll tell you this. I'd much rather have Tony Parker on my team than Chris Paul. Oh, you're drunk. Okay. Well, you're I just think Chris Paul just sucks. <laughs> well, he does right. it. Like, Aren't you, Pat Bev. I, I thought I thought you were you're you're against the whole uh like, like immeasurable, intangible thing. Like you just want the hard facts about like what they do on the court. Chris Paul dwarfs Tony Parker. Basketball's different. I don't follow that in basketball. It's like it, you know, <laughs> 
to me, wins in basketball, like the individual player has a bigger impact and more of an impact on wins in basketball than in anything else. Here's here's the thing is that they'll get let in, Powell and Tony Parker, but what should be the standard to me is similar to the Baseball Hall of Fame and the Pro Football Hall of Fame being more exclusive. And so if you set it at that bar, I don't think Powell and Parker come close enough. Okay. Like I wouldn't put them in. What about Ginobili? Uh-uh. No. Ginobili behind Parker. Yeah, Ginobili behind Parker. Ginobili. Oh, no, I, I disagree with that. You you think Ginobili's a better player than Tony Parker? Not even close. Not even mm. the same level. Wow. Not even the same level. I remember Kalashaw wrote an article 20 years ago saying Ginobili was better than Dirk. I mean, there was a time you could. <laughs> no, no, yeah, there was never yeah, in a like, time. In, 0- f- in 06. <laughs> it was a stupid take then. That, that was, no, that was a bad yeah, take then. In 05, <laughs> you could make that. Uh, but, no, like, yeah, Ginobili way, way over Tony. Not even close. Why? I mean, you know, from an international standpoint, first of all, like Ginobili single-handedly won a won an Olympic gold medal. Tony never did. Well, let's let just talk. I that. mean, let's talk about his NBA players. He was a better player than the Spurs. He played. He averaged thirty minutes twice in he, his career. Yeah, he was a six man. That's okay. Like that was the role that they they gave for him. I mean, well, I mean, we just were laughing at like, like you were like, I'm stunned. Tony Pollard got in as a backup running back to the Pro Bowl, but then we're going to argue Hall of Fame for a six man. But again, who made, who made I, I two All Star teams? I, I don't think it matters that he was the sixth man. Like, he averaged thirteen points he, he for his career. I, I, man, I, I know. Like, don't look at the career because I'm not looking at Parker's career numbers. Yeah, look at look at the peak. Don't yeah, look at the peak. All right, fine. The peak, nineteen points. The, 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 the next closest was seventeen. We're gonna put Jason Terry yeah. in. He was a spot scorer. He's, I mean, he's that's, Jason, that's all he was. Jason Terry put up better numbers and had the same role. He changed the game. He brought. I mean, he he brought the Euro step to the NBA. He completely changed the basketball. Ooh, I think you know, that's a lot of credit. Changing yeah, the is. game. He changed the game. I think I think you might be. He averages more points a game than Chris Paul does. I do, it, do, it do, uh, okay, let me really test your alcohol level. That is Do you think that Ginobili would you take Ginobili over Chris Paul on your team? Uh like as a as like, as like a do you play- think he's a better player? Uh yeah, I would definitely take Ginobili over Chris Paul. Oh my god. Oh my I, I, I think Chris Paul's got a bag of nothing. <laughs> I can't what stand are you Chris doing? Paul. I can't stand Chris Paul. He's a loser. Like, He's a loser. He's got, a loser. We've got Chris Paul has averaged 18 points, by the way, uh, nine he's times. How many assists? Career. Forget he's about a, his points. Oh, yeah. His assists. He's, aver- he's had steals. 10 assist seasons like six times. He's a loser. He's a loser. He I played cannot. on some bad this teams. Is, he was he never had to he never had to defer to anybody uh you know in, in New Orleans. Uh he, look, is he is he a good player? Yeah, of course. And he is gonna go to the Hall of Fame. If Tony he's pa- a loser. if Tony Parker or Manu Ginobili were in Chris Paul's roles, they would never have made the playoffs. Sniffed never sniffed it. No. Like if he was in New Orleans, they never would have sniffed it, never would have had a chance. Chris Paul, there was a stretch where Chris Paul was like the top point guard in the NBA. Yeah. And it wasn't close. Yeah. So that's what's going on. It's a shame that Dirk is gonna have to go in there with Dwayne Wade. Who Ugh. I always compare the shooting guard spot in the NBA to wide receivers in the NFL. It's like surprisingly thin, in my opinion, when it comes to like the best of all time. So oh, yeah, you like like who's the who are your top five so, wideouts ever? And name your top five shooting guards ever. Somebody had said I I can't Ooh. remember who it was. I heard somebody refer to in the national media as Dwayne Wade as a top five shooting guard of all time, and I was like. Just instinctively, it was like BS. Yeah, and then I went and thought through, and I was like, "Oh crap!" Yeah, there's not as many as I thought right off the top of my right, head. Right, so Mike, Kobe, Jerry West, Clyde, right? Yeah. Right, Clyde. Uh, Clyde yeah. played small forward too. No shooting guard. No, but he played some small forward. Give him shooting guard. Uh, hoops. Hoops. Hype has it as Jordan, Kobe, 
Wade, Iverson, Harden. Yeah, look at that. That's thin. George Gervin, Clyde, Reggie. That's thin for all time. Some people, like Nick Wright, say Reggie Miller is tremendously overrated with his numbers. Um, and then wide receiver, Jerry, Randy, T.O. Owens. Then where do we go? Wednesday at 8.40. Steve Largent? <laughs> no, uh, I mean, for a long time, it was Chris Carter. That's Over, thin. I know, but I'm just saying. Yeah. That's very thin. Where's Mike? I mean, even if, no offense, even if Mike is number four all time, that's like, that's, that's, that's a, well, he's not, I mean, that's, that's, that's all time. That's, that's like, that's, that's a weak number four all time. He's he's number two. Number two. What? What is, just go, go on your vacation. Mike told me. Take your vacation. Mike told me he's the second best wide receiver ever. Mike, Mike well, put good. Up, That's Mike, a good source. Mike, Mike put up two hundred <laughs> yards in the mud on Deion Sanders in his prime. Like Mike was, Michael's, Michael. I think is. I Y'all would argue have Michael your top cute five. Little throw up. No to one Randy else Moss. would. But I'll take the guy who makes plays. The playmaker. The playmaker. That's the most badass nickname it of all time. Name. It oh. is such a great name. Good lord. Do not post. Don't post this segment. Please do and tag Michael Irvin on Twitter. No, no, yeah. just, the whole segment, the whole segment, just erase, He's erase not it. Defend y'all now. On erase it from the record. Um, yeah, is that what this is about? That he didn't defend you to Stephen A. Smith? Yeah. No, I was talking about the basketball part of it. I want, I want to race. I'm not insulting Mike. I mean, at the time, you know, yeah, Mike was probably clearly number two in our era growing up. I'm just saying, if he's number four forever, then. You guys messing up my original point. You're going to get me in trouble. 877-881-1053. Truckwreck.com text line to hit us up here on Sean and RJ. It's DFW Sports Station. All right, Wade, be honest. Wade on the all-time two-guard list, where is he? Is he above Ray Ray? Is he above Reggie? Is he above Clyde? He's he's probably three or four. Yep. Yeah. Okay. If you can only, if only like one. Like Paul Pierce, you're putting him above. Oh, gosh, gosh. he's above Paul, Paul Pierce, Pierce, yes. Okay, just making sure. Uh, if if only one, now the interesting if only one could get in, Dirk or Wade. You don't, let's say that it's, it's one of those, that you can only, they can only get that one in. Right. To the Hall of Fame. That that actually would be a really good, uh, you know, debate and fight to have. Because I think the common folk would say, well, Wade's got his three rings. Right. Uh, but didn't Wade win like 15 games one year? Is, didn't Wade prime? play 15 games like the last? Yeah. 10 years of his career. Is Gronk going to come back and screw the Cowboys and a Cowboys-Eagles ticket giveaway? All coming up on The Fan. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good morning, Metroplex. Our Cowboys-Eagles ticket giveaway is coming up in the Expressway, right after headlines, 7 a.m. Expressway, Ross Tucker to preview Philly at 8, Babe Laufenberg at 8.40. Thanks for being a total that stands for Turn It On, Leave It On. Rob Gronkowski, God, just go away. (laughs) Just please go away. Tweeting out yesterday, I'm kind of bored. 
dot, dot, dot. Look at me, attention whore. Can't go on Fox and actually talk about football. Just be zany, crazy guy. Smash things over your head. And now the entire world has to talk about Gronk going to assist Tom Brady, maybe. Yeah. To finish up Tampa Bay's playoff run. That, of course, would start with us. That'd yeah. be That'd be perfect Cowboys luck to finally get Brady being done with their horrible offense that can't score. And then Gronk would swoop in on his caveman vine and play tight end for them. And then they would take us out and Tom would remain undefeated against the Cowboys for his entire life. Could you imagine if he came back, they got hot God. and they go on a run? I mean, you would not, you would, you would never be able to, for, like no one would live it down. Like he would remind you, he'd remind Tom for the rest of Tom's life. Man, you couldn't even do it without me. Couldn't even do it without. Oh, the Tom haters would definitely never let that yeah. go. They'd be like, well, Gronk made him. Gronk made it. You couldn't win without Gronk. No, That's he, what he'd get a pass. Tom would get a pass. But what do we think? He's just trying to get attention, or you think he seriously would come back and play? He's Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. Keep my name out there at any yeah. cost. I'm half expecting the blessed from Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> How in shape? I mean, he because usually he does keep himself in pretty good shape, but like, how in shape is he? Could he run four or five straight games? Ooh. Could he do it? Could he run four or five straight games during his entire career without getting hurt? Fair. Oh, I'm not even worried about the hurt. Like, could you just physically do it? Like, is he in shape enough to do it? Like, he would have to start like now to get ready to gear it up for the postseason. Kind of bored from Gronk. Kind of bored. But didn't he? Didn't he lose a lot of weight though? Like, he got pretty thin. I don't. I don't think he's at playing. Maybe he wants to be a wide receiver instead of a tight end. He's still, you know, he can still go run a few red zone routes. No, I know, but if he's like, if he's not the same size that he is, he can't body guys out of the way like he used to. No, but he is what six seven. Yeah, like he can still do jump balls. Yeah. yeah. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, the great one, the one that would be inducted into the Hall of Fame. All God, I've been on a run of being right. So I mean, I'm on fire when it comes to football. I was right about Kyle Pitts. I don't even think we knew. I, I don't even think we knew who you were back then. Yeah. So I don't know what your opinion was. Is it fair? <laughs> is it fair to make it? He is. He has nobody throwing to him. Doesn't no, he? it's not that fair. <laughs> <laughs> but shut up. Uh, <laughs> all right. I, I, I put on a Zoom background with the nosebleeds that said Kyle Pitts can go to hell. <laughs> Why? Not your- literally. I was just super annoyed by the, go get Kyle Pitts, score 50 points a game. And I was like, you don't score any more points with Kyle Pitts. The pie doesn't expand. You just change how you divvy it up. He right. doesn't do anything for you. Right. And he was going to be Tony Gonzalez and Which he's Aaron been Hernandez. good. He's been good. Yeah. And but- I think they're like probably underutilizing him as well. All right. Let's get to this Patriots drama. Oh, boy. This is from Tom Curran, who's respected as a Patriots reporter. Mm-hmm. Tom Curran reporting out of Boston. What Mac? So yesterday they asked Belichick, "Are you going to stick with Mac Jones against Cincinnati?" Why are all his press conferences <laughs> where he gives great quotes right before Cincinnati? Right, right. Oh, we're on to Cincinnati, and he goes, "The plan, <laughs> the plan is to try to beat Cincinnati." He wouldn't say right, like Mac is going. Which I don't know if he would anyway. Even even if he was planning to play Mac, I don't know if he would tell the media that. But he's like, the plan is to beat Cincinnati. So the story is, Belichick passes up the opportunity to confirm Mac Jones is his starter. Well, here's Tom Curran, who is plugged in there. What Mac is doing right now is really eroding Bill's trust for him. Bill lives on a chain of command, respect for authority. That's a cardinal rule for him. What Mac is doing now is eroding that trust 
And Robert Kraft at some point is going to look at Mac yelling and screaming every week and saying to his quarterback, what's going on here? And Mac is either going to support Bill or have a problem with him. Remember yesterday I said Mac Jones, like, getting away with, uh, that's that's very un-Belichick. Like, you can throw some hissy fits and temper tantrums, right? Like, that's. Like Tom did. You're showing up your coaching After step. three Super Bowls, yes. Yes, Tom <laughs> did eventually, and Tom was given a leeway. Uh, he would get into it with Bill O'Brien and, and, and Josh McDaniels. Yeah. But, I don't remember him having face-to-face with Charlie Weiss. Right. But uh, but Mac is really Mac, but Mac has already probably had as many of these as I can remember with Tom. Tom maybe on the bench just yelling and screaming. I mean he waved off Patricia yeah. dropping f bombs and it's like, yo man. Uh, Tom Curran said I think Sunday was a bridge too far. And then the crazy conspiracy theory oh, yeah. that Ramondre Stevenson and Jacoby Myers with the lateral were doing that with no. Belichick thought in the back of their mind about repercussions. I'm like, okay, now you're taking a little too far. Well, yeah, because they were talking about like it's it was almost a shot at at Matt Patricia, like that. You know, this guy is this guy's a clown. Uh, so they the erosion of trust, their fear of Bill has been lost, according to this yeah. the theory, because Bill put the faith in Matt Patricia for the offense. Now, that's. That, that, that's kind of a, all right, I mean, you got to really connect the dots to connect those dots. But that there's an erosion of Belichick for the lateral play, like they didn't have that subconscious yeah. fear of Bill. That one's a little bit of a stretch, but I don't know. They're trying to say that Mac Jones has pissed off Bill with these temper tantrums. Man, can you imagine, though, what it must be like for Mac Jones, like you go from Saban to Belichick? Like Miser- it's, misery. It's just got to be. And then everybody, the, the word on Matt Patricia has always been, he's just a a D. Like he's, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's just a, a jerk. Pencil for a laminated sheet. Uh, I mean, and and, and he's, yeah. he was literally like a he was like a rocket scientist or something before yeah. he did football. And so he's like super smart, kind of a jerk, and he's a defensive coach who's now calling your offense. Yeah. I could that would probably wear on you. Yeah, yeah I, you'd I, snap I, eventually. Look, now look, pencil over pen, ten out of ten. Love pencil. <laughs> Hate pencil. I can't stand the sound of it. Oh, I can't yeah. either. Pencil. I mean, give me, personally, I like I like to be able to race. I, like mis- I make mistakes. Why don't you use pencils in here then? Because uh, they're too hard to keep sharp. Okay. Yeah, you got to have a sharpener with you at all times. And, you know, right. but um, plus I love these ones. But look, this is, Bill Belichick has not lost this team. Matt Patricia has lost the offense. And the cookie monster wants nothing to do with him. And that's been the case since probably about week four. Like, he wants absolutely nothing to do with him. That is, you never see that. You never see guys throw those tantrums where they're waving off the coach the way he did the other night. Yeah. And, you know, the uh, second year, the goal line play, the goal line uh, series that they had uh, where they're, you know, they ran at one time, then he's checking out of things and, and, and throwing things back at Patricia. Man, that wouldn't have happened under Bill a couple years ago. Brady wouldn't have done that, I don't think. Just when we thought that Antonio Brown had completely lost it, he proves that he can outsmart the legal system. Outsmart police as the Antonio Brown arrest warrant has been withdrawn. He made it. Yep, he made it. He survived. What, 20 days did we go? Uh, 20 days. No, it was more than that. It was November 29th. He went like almost a full month. 28th. Yeah, but the warrant was the 29th. So you got okay. 29th, 30th, and then what? So he went. He ended up going 24 days. 
Yeah, did, I know the warrant. Did they go and serve the warrant immediately? I, but yeah, it was it was something like that. This is amazing. Yeah, this is crazy. Police issued a warrant. He never came out of his house. They were monitoring for food deliveries. Like they, they saw no yeah. one go in, no one go out, and now he waited everyone out, and they withdrew the warrant. Yeah. What now? Now what? Now here's the funny thing. What if? What if they see a video of him driving back to the house that he had already snuck out? He had <laughs> snuck out. He hadn't been there for weeks, and now there's a vid- <laughs> footage of him. Driving back to his home. Wow. That would be epic. That would be my favorite part of the story. <laughs> his attorney, the real MVP, whoever told him, here's the strategy. It just, it's just, uh, you're like, going to starve to death for a month. <laughs> like you think it, it, it's almost like a, uh, like a Bond villain or something. Like you think he's somewhere and then it's like, oh, hello, James Bond. Yeah. He's like filming from the beach. It's like, what? You're supposed to be in the house. I have to get out of here. <laughs> he was, he was always really good at evading defenders, uh, you know, with the yards after mm-hmm. the catch and everything. He just, he put that to bump. use, man. Yards after charge. Yeah. Yak. <laughs> That's what the yeah. yak was. Yeah. So there it is. Antonio Brown somehow escapes. I respect it, to be honest. Look at that. Played the waiting game. All right. What's going on with my beloved Sunday ticket? I need a youngin oh. to explain this to me. Uh, confused old person with my input receiver problems. Because that's what I'm starting to feel like. What's going on? Well, it looks like it's going to YouTube TV. Which, thank God, because there was some talk there for a while that it was going to go to Apple. And I have not liked Apple's production of baseball. Okay, I don't even know how to get Apple TV. Hey, I've got it. I don't I, think my TV gets that in my living room. That's you, one, you, Yeah, you, you, you could buy a little box. No, you, yeah. you it's, it's like if you've you got, yeah, you yeah. got a Roku or a smart TV or whatever, you can just download the app. But that's one of those ones that I forgot my login and I still pay like, I think $6 a month for it. And the wife wants to kill me every month that she sees the charge because we haven't logged in in four months. Yeah. Um, but I know I have YouTube TV. Well, so you the do. Sunday ticket package is going to be available on YouTube TV and YouTube premium channel channels if and when the deal is done. Uh, but this is going to be a $2.5 billion per year deal. For NFL Sunday ticket, which, by the way, can I just make the point? I think YouTube TV is an available app. I don't think I have an account for it. You yeah, have to pay for that, right? Is that pay. what you're on now? No, I'm on DirecTV Stream. I'm on YouTube TV. You have to pay for that per month, right? Yes. Okay. So yeah. you cut the cord. Yes, long time ago. And YouTube TV, fantastic? Yeah, it's not as great as PlayStation View, but PlayStation View just, when that died, it, that, that was the best streaming platform. It just wasn't sustainable with cost for them. But YouTube TV is close um, How much so, is it a month? I think it's fifty, but I pay for a bunch of add-ons like the NFL Network and stuff like that, and so it ends up being like seventy-five, I think. Okay, but I mean, it's like unlimited DVR and it's super like user-friendly interface. It's and it's not like slowed down with the speed or uh-uh, nope. And like when and you're watching around with channels, when quick, you're, when you're watching sports games, yeah, and uh, they're supposed to be adding picture in picture soon to be able to like have split boxes. Like, let me have a game here, a game here, a game here, and then you can have a, a box up. Um, but they have like, if you join a game in progress, it'll ask you join live, start from beginning, catch up with key plays. And if you hit catch up with key plays, it shows you the highlights leading up. And then when the string of highlights is done, it jumps into the live portion of the game. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. So they're, they're really good, but this is another example here of whenever anybody specifically recently with the Gio Bernard thing and everybody, you know, you know, a bunch of athletes going, yeah entitled ass media and all that whole thing like this is another example of like this is why the league exists and you get paid like you do is because of deals like the the media regardless of if you think the media is just reporters the media is also like the delivery of these games and things like that that's why the media matters that's why the nfl and these sports leagues like have these relationships these partnerships and why you're supposed to stand up there and answer questions and you were considering a drop-off a decline with the technology change 
Uh, like in terms of like stop, like in terms of the drop off of what you sent me in the email, your opinion. Oh, yeah. Well, look, I mean, I wonder how many people over the age of fifty are who have Directv are going to switch to YouTube TV. It's like it, it's scary. If you're if you're if it's it's scary to make changes at any if you, as the older you I don't know, even at forty three, it's like you know making a making a change technology wise. Uh, is like, oh, do I really want to do that? Like, I that was the biggest reason I stuck with with UVerse for so long. I had the channels memorized. Yeah, I didn't feel like going back and, and trying to relearn all the channels. Which uh, other big streaming news service yesterday? Uh, it was announced Fubo struck a deal that they're going to be able to carry Bally again. Oh, so that'll be what because that's one of the ones that the streaming services haven't been carrying. So Fubo's going to end up having Bally's again. So we can talk about the Mavs and the Rangers again. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Are you? Gonna switch to YouTube TV. I'll, I mean, I'll do whatever I have to. Do, uh, I can't be without the red zone. I'll show you my login during the break. They're not like putting the kibosh on that, like Netflix limiting other no, logins. I can log in. I, I, that's what we were watching on the plane when I was holding up my phone. I was on my YouTube TV. And you just justified your hiring <laughs> for many years to come. All right, let's get to signing day winners and losers uh, here in the great state of Texas and beyond. Mavs, Stars, the Cowboys dominate the Pro Bowl, and we got to send you to Arlington on Saturday for Cowboys versus Filthy. We have the tickets, thanks to you being a Tolo. Headlines on Sean and RJ next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.